0: Hi, I'm Lauren Clash-Schneider with Clash Notes for Broadway Radio. I'm here with Michael Rain, director and choreographer of Locked Up Bitches, playing off-Broadway at the Flea Theater. Welcome, Michael.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Sure, thank you, and particularly with you wearing two hats as director and choreographer. Mm -hmm. Let's let's just dive right in. Locked Up Bitches is called a new romantic hip-hop musical based on Orange is the New Black." following a turf war between the cats and the dogs at a local animal shelter. So tell us about working on such a wildly creative piece
1: with the Flea Theater. Well, we've been working on it for quite a while in a lot of really interesting ways. It started out, honestly, as a joke that I made about my own cats. I have two bald cats, Hmm. and I made a joke one day that they were skinheads, just sort of being funny. And it was the seed of an idea to pitch to Katya McMullen, the playwright of Locked Up Bitches, who I had worked with and was looking for a reason to work again. And I said, based on that idea, would she be interested in creating a prison parody with cats and dogs in the roles? I wasn't uh, thinking of Orange is the New Black at the time. I was just sort of laughing at the idea of how fun it would be with how much uh, popularity there is with prison drama on TV to take that step back, put the animals in there, and really have a good laugh at what the serious issues are around community and turf wars and, you know, specifically racism and all sorts of things that are easy to look at when it's a dog versus a cat. We accept they hate each other. (laughs) Uh, And so it just sort of created a very interesting way to look at the whole world through a comedic lens and have a little fun with it. Uh, And Katya came back with the idea of it being a hip-hop musical and doing Orange is the New Black, and we had a really good laugh and said, let's do this. Uh, And we started out in a series called Serials at the Flea, where groups compete 12 minutes of a play at a time, and audiences vote for the plays that they would like to see more of. Uh, And we just... We caught fire in serials, and we went on for seven episodes. We went all the way to the end and finished it ourselves. Decided to take it to finale, uh, and then after that had been so much fun, uh, the flea sort of came back to us. We had been moving around with the show. We did it at a comedy club called The Pit here uh-huh. in town to see if it would work. Yeah, as something you sat through for you know 85 minutes as opposed to 10 minutes at a time. Uh, and the flea came back to us that they loved what we were doing and asked if we would come back to the flea and let them produce the full production for us and that's where we are now
0: outstanding it's really incredible to hear about it from inspiration through fruition mm-hmm.
1: it's it's not often that a silly joke gets all the way through hundreds and hundreds of people <laughs> being involved for three years
0: right. uh and
1: then a production in new york but it's been really thrilling every step of the way mm-hmm.
0: now the musical you've talked about katya McMullen mm-hmm. as the writer goes to cast of more than 25 actors let's yeah. talk a little bit about the audition process and the rehearsal process for such a large cast in such a small environment?
1: Mm-hmm. We are uh, exclusively cast through the resident acting company of the Flea. They're known as the <laughs> Bats, uh, and they are the heart and soul of that building, and you know, they do all the work and develop shows, and they perform. Uh, and so we had auditions within the company. Uh, and the company, I think that we are around 100 actors, possibly even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we definitely needed a huge percentage of the resident company to even get up and going. Uh, and so we have 25 in the cast on stage, and the theater mm-hmm. is 40 seats. Uh, so we uh, <laughs> we offered quite uh, quite a bang for the for the buck for the audience. There's almost two actors for everyone in the audience. Uh, and it has been perpetual rehearsal in a very thrilling and wild way. Uh, with 25, you know, early career actors in New York, people are very busy. And opportunities yeah. come up and, you know, we have had, I think, almost half of our shows with an understudy on in some capacity. And Gosh. every everyone on stage internally covers multiple parts. And that's how we, with such a huge cast in such a small room, are able to keep the show going and up and running. Uh, and it causes a lot of fun and a lot of craziness as people all of a sudden just jump into a new animal in the shelter. And we keep going, and uh, it's, it's been pretty fantastic. It's a real community feel within the company, uh, and it's an all-hands-on deck. We have each other's backs sort of dream come true that you hope for every time you put up a play. Oh, nice.
0: Now, as the director and the choreographer, with it being at the flea with the resident actors that you spoke about, how often are you in the theater and how often do you see the show?
1: I have not missed a performance. I'll be true. I just love it. (laughs) It Uh would break my heart to know that everyone was sitting in that basement laughing without me. Uh Uh, So I haven't haven't missed any of them yet. We'll see as we keep going. You know, as we keep going, we'll see, uh, if I keep going to see it every time, but I really do love the experience of our production, which is one of the things that we talk about a lot, uh, is the event of being in the room with us, with our incredibly talented and diverse uh, cast. It's really just almost like going to the best party in town, as much mm-hmm. as it is going to see a play, uh, and I don't like to miss a party.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> Who could blame you? No one should want to miss a party, and I'll just no. currently playing at the flea. It's locked up bitches. Um, continuing on, do you have stories that you could share with us about times that you've seen things happen on the stage where the actors have jumped in to cover each other, or perhaps improvise to solve a challenge with regard to who might be out at a particular performance.
1: Oh, sure we have. Uh, we had a understudy situation in our very first <laughs> week of previews where uh, two actors, the slew was going around and we were rehearsing in the winter. Uh, and very quickly, with almost no rehearsal, we had uh, an actress, uh, Jenny Jarnigan, uh, an incredible member of the company, uh, jump in with very little rehearsal and playing one of the most featured principal parts in the show. Uh, and the minute she hit the stage, the entire cast was rallying around. Uh, and the mm. audience would have no idea that mm. anyone was up there who hadn't been rehearsing the entire time. And just the entire cast is incredibly professional and, and mm. covering each other's backs. Uh, we had a lot of fun with microphones up front because of the rapping. Sure. Uh, we we need handheld microphones for you know, comprehension and just how loud hip-hop can be. Uh, and in the first few shows, some of, some of my biggest laughs were when the passing off of the microphones would get lost. And then all of a sudden, someone would come running forward with a huge section of rap and just looking around, waiting for someone to run over and hand them a microphone. And it's really just fun to watch everyone solve the problems at the moment.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm, pri-
1: right. I'm, I'm proud to say we've had no train wrecks or stops. It's been really pretty fantastic. Uh, and the show has been tight and vast and funny and, and just great every single time. Yeah,
0: I'm not, I'm not surprised. Let's talk about the choreography a little bit. Um, mm-hmm.
1: listen,
0: you know, the music's based in rap. The movement is based in language of hip-hop. Tell us about your inspiration for the movement as you were putting it together. Absolutely.
1: Uh, as a choreographer, I'm uh, personally not drawn to using technical dance uh, as my own voice when I create my movement. I'm very drawn to social dancing. Uh, I, I say I wouldn't be comfortable in a ballet class, but I would be comfortable with every wedding and bar you've ever been to. <laughs> uh, and so what I did with this production, especially because with 25 actors, I have a lot of great movers and some dancers, but not everyone is a, a technically skilled dancer coming into this. Uh, and so I really just dug into the social dances and the way people are moving right now. Uh, if you spend a lot of time out in the clubs or if you watch a lot of hip-hop, uh, you'll notice little phrases of popular dances uh, that you would see uh, in videos and all over the place. Uh, I like the, I like for the audience to feel like they would be able to jump in and dance along, uh, which is not the case when you go to ballet. It's part of the structure. You want to really enjoy the beauty and the craft. Uh, but, you know, as we <laughs> nay <nay-nay> nay and <laughs> <just> <laughs> jump around and shake it, it really, again, in that party feel... Uh, I hope and I assume that it it feels like people are celebrating as opposed to dancing, Uh uh, which is what our play really is. It's a celebration of community and identity, Mm -hmm. uh, and I felt that if I went too technically difficult with the dancing, we would all enjoy that and as an audience, step back and be impressed and be wowed, Uh, but it it creates a separation that we're not looking for. We want everyone to feel like they're a part of it the whole time. Mm -hmm. Uh, The audience on their way into the theater has to choose whether or not they're a cat or a dog uh, Mm -hmm. before anything starts, and then they're handed the appropriate ears, Uh, and the cast talks to the audience the whole time. We don't pretend that there's a fourth wall between us and them. Everybody's in the shelter. Everyone's at orientation, Uh, and hopefully with the choreography, especially, everyone feels included, and feels like they could be a part of the whole thing. Great. Great.
0: Uh, our last question: The New York Times calls the show brash, bratty, and unabashed in its embrace of queer sexuality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Michael, do you think that audiences are resonating to the themes of the show the way that they are?
1: Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, you know, I love that quote because I feel like it's really the truth of it's- what we're trying to do down there. We, we are celebrating communities of individuality. We celebrate people expressing who they are. And we celebrate that, especially in certain places and in the time we're in, it's very hard to put forward your true identity, especially when it could go up against a lot of judgment and truthfully a lot of people saying, no, that's not who you are, you're supposed to be this. Uh, and so then again, we get the, a little bit of the distance with the cats and dogs that we hear different reactions from different members of the audience when they are emotionally invested and moved, uh, and we hear just as much from people who talk about their struggles with their personal queerness or with coming out with uh, gender identity, uh, but we've also been getting a lot of really neat responses uh, from people who grew up in uh, mixed households, uh, ethnically, Uh, for example, one of our characters, one of our actors uh, has a black American mother and a white father, and he expressed that the conflict between the cats and dogs really resonated with his life growing up in that way, and being confused about identity and, uh, you know, where he belongs and who he is and how he expresses himself, and I really feel that no matter who you are, and even if you're not dealing with, you know, the big issues right now with gender and expression and diversity, everyone knows what it's like to be told that they're supposed to be something, uh, and everyone knows what it feels like when that goes against who you really are, and although we are very clear and very diverse in our story, uh, that's an extremely universal feeling, and I think that we have very luckily tapped right into that for just about everyone who sees it. Great.
0: Great. Well, Michael, this has been terrific, I Thank you for your time. Thank you. And your insight. (laughs) I'm Lauren Clash Schneider with Michael Rain, director and choreographer of Locked Up Pitches, playing off-Broadway at the Flea Theatre. Thank you. Thank you.